0: Welcome in to Straight Up Sports. I'm your host, Devin Albertson. Week 6 of the Missouri 8-man season is in the books. We have all the final scores. We'll go through those real quick, and I'll give you my thoughts on uh, the game after I run through all the scores. So first, DeKalb beats Northwest Nottoway 42-14. East Atchison beats Mountain City 58-50. Southlope Nottoway Holt beats Stewartville 57-12. Southwest Livingston beats Platte Valley 58-12. Uh, Rockport beat King City thirty-six to sixteen. Albany beats Bramer eighty-six to nothing. Uh North Andrew beat Stanbury fifty-two to twelve. Worth County beat Oric twenty-eight to six. Uh Pattinsburg beat Rich Hill eighty-two to forty-eight. Uh Liberal beat Bishop LeBlanc sixty eight to fifty five. North Shelby beat Chillahawi sixty two to twelve. Um, OCLO defeated Norbert Harden Central 36-34. Drexel beat Northwest Hughesville 61-6. to And Appleton City beat Pleasanton, Kansas 90-62. So that's your scores for week number six. Um, <clears throat> I want to start off with the game that I was at, North Andrew at Stanberry. Um, this is another run-of-the-mill game. North Andrew really struggled running the ball early on that game. Uh, Stanberry did a nice job, actually, of kind of controlling the line of scrimmage on defense and kind of keeping North Andrew at bay in the running attack. What they didn't do well was cover the North Andrews receivers. Uh, Jaden Baker threw four touchdowns, um, hit Clayton Linville on a couple of them. Uh, One to Ecker and another to, I can't remember now, but he threw four touchdowns to three different receivers. Uh, Looked really good in the air. North Andrews defense looked pretty good. Um, So good win there for North Andrews. Stanberry, just after prepping for him this week and watching them play, they're just young, just so young uh give them a couple of years to mature a little bit and they'll be pretty good. Uh maybe even next year they'll be a lot better. So there's a team of sophomores playing against juniors and seniors right juniors and seniors right now and that's just tough to deal with. So Stanbury will be good here next year and the year after, but this will be a trying year for them, especially with their schedule. I mean last week they played Pattonsburg, they had North Andrew this week. Next week they got North Shelby and then they have East Atchison and then they have Worth County. So just tough schedule this year for Stanberry. We'll kinda of see what happens going forward with them. Uh, going forward, uh DeCab beat Northwest Nottaway forty two to fourteen. I believe Decab's a little beat up right now. Um they got the win. That's what matters for them. Uh good for Northwest Notway to kinda of keep that one from getting forty five. Uh second game this year they haven't been forty five. They didn't get forty five week one versus Stewartsville. So good job Northwest Nottaway to keep that one competitive a little bit. Uh Decab just got the win. That's what they needed right now uh for their seeding and stuff into district play and stuff. Um and then the big one I'll save for a minute. Uh, Southwold Nami Holt beat Stewartsville 57 to 12. It was 35 nothing at halftime. Spartans win. No big surprise there. They're back to three and three as they're going to play have a big game at Mound City next week. Um, I don't think the Spartans will be ranked going to that one, but I believe they're a borderline top 10 team in the state right now. Um, their three losses are to Worth County, Livingston, and Sachseston. That's not three. Those are three pretty good losses right there, and um, they're taking care of business ever since those 0 and 3 start. Uh, Livingston beat Platte Valley 58-12, to just kind of what you expected in that game. Uh, Rockport did beat King City in a non-conference matchup 36-16. to Um, I thought King City would win. They were up at halftime. Rockport played really well in the second half. Shut out King City and got the win. So good for Rockport. I didn't think they would win that game. I thought they would struggle down the stretch here with their schedule. They have Livingston next week on the road, followed by At South Nami Holt, and then Home versus Mountain City. Those are three really tough games for Rockport, um... I think they'll go 0-3 in those games um, and finish the year 4-5. But they're 4-2 right now. Big win over King City. I thought they'd lose this week, too. So we'll kind of see going forward. When you have Joey Heron, who's one of the better running backs in the state, you're going to be in most of these games. So we'll see what happens with Rockport going forward. Um, but the big one tonight, in the 275, Mound City at East Atchison. East Atchison won 58 at 58-50. Um, I wish I could have been at this game, but I had other obligations. Um, North Andrew Stanberry. Um, but number three at number two, and I said in the pre-game show uh, before the games tonight that I had East Atchison by a touchdown. I wasn't confident about it. Well, East Atchison won in a rainy game by a touchdown over Mount City. Um, big win for the Wolves. Huge for that program over there to get that win and finally get that Mount City monkey off their back. Um, last couple of years, Mount City's kind of owned them a little bit. Mount City's been pretty good last couple of years, so. Good win there for East Atchison to pretty much clinch conference. I mean, if you look at EA's schedule, they had home versus um, home versus Stanbury, a non-conference matchup, and then at Platte Valley. So they're playing two teams that are 1-5 and five, and another team that's 2-4. and four. So their schedule really lightens up now. They've already beaten South Lutnami Holt, already beat Livingston, beat Mountain City, beat DeKalb, beat Rockport. They beat all the better teams in the conference um, already. So they've pretty much clinched the conference. I mean, they've clinched the number one seed in their district. That's the number one thing for East Atchison. The District number 4 now rolls through Tarkeo slash Fairfax. Um, So that will be a lot of fun to see how that kind of turns out with East Atchison um, as they are now in sole control of District number 4 and of the 275 Conference. Um, Also, this means with East Atchison winning that Southwest Livingston most likely is going to finish second in the conference. They got Rockport this upcoming week at home. And they got Northwest Nottaway in Week 8. That should be a win. And they got King City in Week 9. So I think Livingston's going to finish 8-1 and one and finish second in the conference. Be on an eight-game winning streak going into playoff play um, ever since losing to East Ashton in Week 1. So Livingston looking pretty good right now. you got to love their chances. Uh, Mountain City, they're kind of up in the air right now. Uh, Landon Papa, their starting quarterback, had a pretty good game. He did get ejected late in that game due to a targeting call. Um I wasn't there, so I didn't see it. I heard it may have been a questionable call. I'm not gonna say one way or the other because I didn't see it personally, so it's hard for me to make a judgment on those. Um, apparently, it's on an onside kick attempt, head-to-head contact, going for a loose ball. So those situations are always kind of murky. But East Ashton did what they really needed to do to win that game. Uh, Jake Mckinney played really well over there, from what I hear. Um, and I still kind of I'm going to agree with my statement from earlier. I believe that East Addison was going to win this game, but I think in a rematch, I think Mount City beats them in a rematch in the playoffs. I could be wrong. I think East Addison, as I said earlier, is a deeper team, but I think Mount City has a better overall top-tier talent, if that kind of makes any sense with those two teams going at it. But it was a lot of fun. 58-50, it's a fantastic football game for eight-man football. I'm sure it was a lot of fun over there watching that game um, and seeing how those two teams kind of went down with it. That should be a lot of fun. Um, kind of open for a rematch, but I think teams like South Holt, not Holt, and North Andrew will try to, to make that not happen, because I believe, and I'll get to this later, there are a whole lot of good teams in the state this year, but I don't know if there's any great teams, so we'll kind of see that going forward. Uh, going to the GRC, the two games, North Andrew beating Stanbury by 40, and then Albany just crushing Bramer 86 nothing. No big surprise there in either one of those games. Um, before we start, before further. North Andrew, huge props to your team uh, carrying out the number five Stanbury banner to midfield during the coin toss to honor the late Cameron Wallace. That was such a great sportsmanship and respectable move by you guys. Shout out to you. That's really cool. Uh, big props to you guys. I know Stanbury people really appreciated that gesture, Gesture, um, and that's just a really cool thing to do. So North Andrew and Stanbury have played each other. Since 2012, so over seven years, probably 10, 11 times because they would uh, meet in the playoffs every year even when they weren't in the same conference or when they were in the same conference, they'd meet a couple times. So those two teams, those schools, know each other very well. So it's a really good form of respect there, and I really did um, enjoy that quite a bit, watching North Andrew pay their respects to late Cameron Wallace. That was really cool. In that game. Up next, a couple out-of-conference matchups that kind of turned heads here for the GRC. Uh, playing teams down south of I-36, I mean, Worth County Oreck played over at Bearcat Stadium. Worth County won 28-6. to This was a 6-6 game at halftime. I think it was 14-6 going into the fourth quarter. This was a ball game. orc from what I heard from people at the game, had a legit defense. I mean, Worth County was averaging 65, 66 points per game coming into this one. We're held to 28, and a lot of that came late in the game. Um And kind of set up by some opportune plays in the special teams. So, Oric played very well on defense. I think Worth County's defense is improving as the year goes on. They held Oric to just six points. But I heard there was a couple of officiating snafus that kind of cost Oric a couple touchdowns in there. So, they said Oric actually looked like they belonged in the field with Worth County, which... You couldn't really say that last year when they played the teams up here. I mean, they lost St. Joe Christian last year, and they lost to Mount City in the playoffs last year. I thought they looked okay versus Mount City. I thought Mount City was just, last year was just far and beyond one of the better teams of the state last year. That's why they won the state title. So it really wasn't against Oreg there. Um, but Oreg, I think they've made a big step up. I think the teams down south, with the teams that have dropped down in Liberal, Rich Hill, Appleton City, Oceola last year, I mean, all these teams that dropped down a little bit, I think are giving the southern teams more uh, respectability going up here and scheduling and getting these games with Worth County and being in that game the entire time when the year's passed. It's a 45 game at halftime. You're ho-hum. It's over. Whatever. But Oric taking Worth County and pushing them throughout the whole game, I think, is a huge step for those teams down south to earn some respect down there. Um and maybe in the future they can get some scheduling up here, and actually we get more of these cross-state games, so you can get a better feel for how these teams look. Um, Up next, Rich Hill at Pattonsburg. Pattonsburg, number one team in the state. Didn't really look like it tonight, I don't think, because they were down 18-16 at the end of the first quarter. They were up 30-24 at halftime, End up winning 82-48. So Pattonsburg offense, they can score in a hurry um, a lot of the times, but they struggled with rich hill today. Um and that causes that that makes me pause a little bit because you looked at rich hill this year, they lost to Appleton City 62 to 24. They beat Chillahwy, which is no big deal. They lost to OCL before they lost Tyler Garn for the year and I'll talk about that later. They beat Decatur, Arkansas, don't really know them that well, and they lost to Liberal by a couple of touchdowns by 20 points there. So I wasn't that high on Rich Hill and they were able to go and compete with the number 1 team in the state. That just gives me a little pause with Patensburg. I think they may be a little banged up and I think the season's going to be wearing on them a little bit. And this is not a great point in the season for that to be happening when you have to go to Worth County and to North Shelby the next 2 weeks and to Albany. That's their last home game really. They had at Worth County, at North Shelby, at Albany to end the year. So Patensburg, they might be the number 1 team in the state right now, but they are not out of um danger yet. They got three tough games in the year. Uh two of those games Right now, Worth County and North Shelby look like really tough games. I think they'll beat Albany. I think Albany is one of those solid teams that can't quite beat the North Andrews or Worth Counties of the world, Patentsburg of the world, but will beat the King Cities. And we'll see next week. I mean, next week you've got Albany at North Andrews. That's a lot of fun. That should be interesting to see if Albany can jump up there and maybe get a win. We'll kind of see. Um, yeah, but Pattensburg, maybe make me pause a little bit here um, and just kind of rethinking my position on them a little bit because I remember seeing them early in the year uh, when they were healthy and they just looked like world beaters. But the season, as football kind of happens, is a battle of attrition as well. It's just not only just talent and execution, but who's healthy. And an eight man, when you have just a finite amount of kids who are on your roster, losing two or three guys can start to add up a little bit. So we'll see what kind of happens. with Pattonsburg. they're still going to be in contention to run the to to state. It should be interesting to kind of see how that goes forward. Uh, Liberal at Bishop LeBlanc. Liberal won 68-55. A lot of points in that one. Liberal improves a 4-2 on the year, but I don't think they're really that good because I don't think LeBlanc is really that good. So, not really sure what to do with that game. But a team down south comes up and beats LeBlanc. Eh, good for them. I mean, it's, it's it can't hurt the repetition of down south. It just it just can't. Um, and then North Shelby, they beat Chilohaue 62-12. to um, I think Coach Bass played his JV quite a bit in that game, gave them some work. So North Shelby is uh, able to get a little bit of rest going in the next week they play Stanbury. And after that, they host Pattensburg. So and then they play Orc. So they got three tough, two and a half tough games here to end the year. But I saw Stanbury, they were able to play in a phone, bu- phone booth a little, decently well. So we'll kind of see how Stanbury matches up with North Shelby. I do think North Shelby wins that game fairly convincingly. But, We'll kind of see what happens there. I'm really interested to see what North shelby Pattonsburg looks like in two weeks, but we'll have to wait a little bit, and then North Shelby-Orick will be for that conference title um, in week number nine. Uh, OCL versus Norborn Harden Central. Um, I talked a little bit to Coach Thacker after the game a little bit to kind of see what was happening down there. Um, a little bit, he said OCL kind of jumped up on him a little bit. Norbert Harden-Central made a comeback. Let me see what he said there. It was 28-6 OCL at one point. The Aggies made a big comeback. Got a touchdown late in the game. And then they couldn't quite confirm the two-point conversion to tie it up sent to the overtime. So Norbert Harden-Central, they're a really young team. Um, So Coach Stacker getting them competitive this year. Um, Everything going on there. Uh, But sad news for OCL. Their quarterback, um, Tyler Guerin, out for the year um concussion grade four i believe they said so hate to see that that's my one of my biggest things i hate to see kids like this in high school getting severe concussions um this is really sad to hear you don't wish that upon anybody um and i just feel real bad for that kid and that team because they they looked pretty good going early in the year um but losing to north andrew and then him getting knocked out versus drexel uh, back-to-back weeks there really kind of put a damper on their season. Good for them to get a win here versus Norburn Harden Central, but I don't believe they're contenders going forward. They have to play Appleton City next week, and then they had Oric in Week 8 before you, in the year with Chilla Howie. So they're 4-2 and two right now. I think they finish at 5-4 and four going into playoffs, but I don't think they're going to beat Drexel or Appleton City without Guerin. So I uh, feel bad for Osceola, but I feel even worse for the kid. You don't want to see that. Um, Drexel... Beat up in Northwest Hughesville. No big surprise there. Appleton City put it up 90 points, but they did allow 62 to Pleasanton, Well I is an okay Kansas team. So good for Appleton City to get that win and to stay undefeated on the year. Um, they just, I just don't know if they're going to be challenged at all uh, for the rest of the season because they play Osceola without Garen, home versus Liberal, who's okay, and then home versus Norman Harden Central, who's really young. So Appleton City is going to finish the year 9 0. I don't think we'll really know about them until. Either they beat, if they make the state semifinals, we won't know about them until they play a Mound City or East Atchison, probably in that semifinal. So we'll see. I'm kind of hoping to see them. And right now, I'm kind of hoping to see them. And say, if Mound City is a two or three seed, and they get through, a game would be in Mound City. I don't have to drive all the way down to Appleton City, which is a long drive, I believe, for me. I'm not sure how long that is. Um, last year, I went down to Auric. Um That was pretty long drive I believe Appleton City is even further so um, let me look this up real quick while I'm talking to you guys to see how far it is from where I'm at in Maryville um, Yeah, it's about a two and a half three hour drive down there that's that's plenty far enough that's past Clinton oof yeah that's a far drive so I would not look forward to a three hour drive there I mean Oric that was a two-hour drive, and that was plenty far enough on a weekend to go down there for a football game that was really cold. I would hate to drive three hours down to Appleton City just for that. That's a long way to go uh, for one week, um, especially knowing that the state championship game is the next week in Columbia, and that's a three-and-a-half-hour drive to get over there anyways. So back-to-back three-hour drives I would not look forward to, but we'll kind of see what happens uh, with it. Um and heck, maybe if they're both the one seed, and I don't know how the seeding works, maybe the game will be in Tarquio, and I can go there instead of Appleton City. Um, but I do want to see Appleton City play this year. I want to see Pattonsburg play a full game live. I mean, that's a couple things, so I guess my dream scenario is either Mountain City and EA versus Appleton City, so I can call that. They beat Appleton City and then watch Pattonsburg play either EA or Mountain City for the state title. That I get to watch all the teams I want to watch this year play, even though I kind of Um, North Shelby, also a team that I want to watch, but I probably won't get to because of who they play in the playoffs. Um, So we'll kind of see. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, but one thing I do want to get on here, I've been on this for a little bit, 275, I think, as overall. Maybe not uh, Stewardsville, Northwest Nottoway, but the other teams, DeKalb, Platte Valley, are up a little bit. I think Rockport maybe down just slightly, but still solid. South Oak, Nami Holt Nami still decent. Livingston and Mount EA all looking pretty good. I think the conference is a lot better than it has been over the past few years. Um you've seen them do okay in the non conference. I mean the Spartans, South Hold lost to Worth County week one. Okay. Worth County had a really good team. South Holp was in that game for a lot of it. A couple things went wrong, so good for Worth County to get that win there. But since then you had DeKalb beaten King City. Mound City beating Albany, which that's kind of like the Worth County-South and whole thing. You kind of expect the top teams in the conference to be the middle of the tier team conf- in the, against conference play. Those kind of down versus middle, top versus middle teams should go that way, but it's good to see Mound City get that win. Um, Strewsville lost to Oryk, which is no big surprise there. Uh, Platte Valley competing with Albany. That was good to see last week. And then this week you had uh, Rockport beating King City. So maybe it's just the 275 beating up on King City. And then get a favorable matchup versus Albany, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, We'll see East Achton, Stanberry, which shouldn't really be used as a gauge either because EA is a lot better this year. And you get Livingston, King City. So they might get three wins in the GRC versus King City, but it's kind of the way it happens. So I think the 275 is a lot better this year. I think the GRC is still deep. I just don't think it's as good as the top as it has been over the past couple of years. Um, but we'll kind of see how how it plays off in the playoffs um, when those teams can kind of face off a little bit and kind of see where it goes. Uh, that's all i got for you guys this week, really. Um, still just three undefeated teams in Appleton City, East Ashton, and, Dr- and Pattonsburg. Three winless teams in Bramer, Chilla, Howie, Northwest, and Ottawa. I don't think the bottom three is going to change anytime soon, either. Those teams don't really play each other, and it'll be tough for any of them to get wins um, going forward. Uh, teams that are 5-1, and one, Drexel, North Shelby, Oreck, Livingston, and Worth County. And if you remember right, North Shelby and Worth County are both 5-1. and Their losses their teams outside the state. They both lost to teams up in Iowa. So something to keep an eye on there. Um, so yeah, that's interesting to kind of see there. Uh, Drexel, their one loss is to undefeated Appleton City. Livingston's one loss is to undefeated um, East Atchison. Um, so definitely interesting to see how that kind of goes. Um, going forward, Oryx's only loss is to one loss Drexel, so those teams are kind of beating up each other at the top, but you got eight teams that are one loss or less going into week number seven. Makes things very interesting, a slew of four and two teams with Albany, Liberal, Mountain City, North Andrew, Osceola, and Rockport. Um, so yeah, that's what you have. Two teams that are three and three at DeKalb and South Holt Nami Holt, and a bunch of teams with losing records, so that's what we have after week number six I'm really enjoying the season so far um going into next week the nope don't have distance up yet so never mind I was gonna do distances to kind of see next week but I'll get that for you guys in the next podcast um but I will be at South Holt not only Holt at Mound City next week uh heard Mound City got their press box done so I'll be up there unlike last year in the playoffs when I was outside in the cold so I'm glad I'm getting some shelter over there at Mound City um really enjoy talking to the people over there. Um, They treat me well, so I appreciate those people over there. Um, That's all I really got for you guys right now. They don't have all the Misha scores in right now, so I can't look at Misha standings. I will look at that into next week's podcast and talk more about district standings. Um, But as I do, pretty much at the end of each podcast, my predictions after new information comes out for each district champion, I will go Drexel out of District 1. I will go... Man, District 2 is tough because there's three teams I think that could win it. I'll go North Shelby right now over Southwest Livingston for the District 2 champ. I'll go Pattonsburg over Worth County. As, as much as I think EA is the favorite at District 4, I do think Mound City uh, will beat North Andrew and then win the rematch versus East Ashton. I think Mound City still wins District Number 4, have Drexel versus Mound City. Mound City wins that, and then I would have uh, Pattonsburg over North Shelby. So we'll kind of see how that goes how that works going forward. That game would be in North Shelby again, though, uh, most likely. So we'll see how it all plays out. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, how long did I go here? Yeah, 22 minutes, not bad. Um, but I'm really looking forward to next week. A couple of big games. Looking keep an eye out for um, South Holt Nami Holt at Mount City, Rockport at Livingston, Albany at North Andrew, Pattonsburgworth Worth County is the big one next week. Um, even some other matchups that I think are low key going to be interesting games. Decab at Platte Valley. I think those two teams are pretty evenly matched. Um, what else? Um, well, I would have said Appleton City OCL before Garen got hurt, but not games is less interesting to me. Uh, Drexel at Rich Hill. That could be interesting to kind of see if Rich Hill can try to pull off an upset. Um, I think Drexel is a little better, but we'll kind of see going forward. So there's. Week seven's interesting. Definitely a lot of interest, interest coming into next week's games. Um, yeah, that's what I got for you guys. Hope you guys have a good Friday. Have a good weekend. I gotta get to bed here soon, so I'm gonna head out. You guys have a good rest of your weekend. Devin Albertson signing off for Straight Up Sports.